Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. What is today's Nicole Galinas? She's a contributing editor to the Manhattan Institute City Journal and also to the New York Post. Well, Nicole, uh, it's 2024. Uh, things are going to come to roost on budgets and, and the migrant situation. Nobody really knows the truth. Nobody really has the pulse of what's really going on uh, in New York City, in New York State. Do you have a... Give us your impression of what's going on. Sure. Good morning, John, and Happy New Year. Yeah, we'll get our city and state budgets uh, this upcoming week. What we know so far is that the city faces at least a $7 billion budget deficit. And it's striking because that's actually after the mayor has, has proposed major cuts. So, in other words, even after the mayor cancels the incoming police departments, closes the libraries on Sundays, uh, delays a swimming program by a year, uh, we're still faced with this $7 billion budget deficit. The other aspect of that is that we're not in a recession. You know, usually we have a budget deficit because the economy has turned down, we've lost jobs, we've lost tax revenue. The economy is not doing great in the city compared to the country, but we're we're in nowhere near a recession. This is almost entirely due to the migrant costs are costing $4 billion a year to shelter the migrants and the raises that the mayor uh, awarded to municipal workers asking for any uh, concessions uh, uh, in return. So the mayor largely has created this budget crisis. Uh, he seems to have no way to get out of it, No, no real constructive ideas other than you know, yelling and complaining about it. And if we were to have a recession, it would be much worse. Now, uh, it's the migrant crisis. They're still coming in. Uh, Does anybody really have a handle where these people are? I mean, if 100,000 came in, how many are really being paid for by the city still? And 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 I understand the mayor is evicting certain people after 60 days. Or give us your pulse right. on that. So there are 70,000 migrants in city shelter, including marquee hotels like the Roosevelt Hotel, the Royal Hotel, right now. So that is more than double the pre-existing homeless population in 20, early 2022 before the migrant uh, surge began. Uh, The key problem is that the mayor still has not questioned the city's right to shelter every single newcomer who comes into New York City. You know, he's he's doing all kinds of things like the new 30 and 60 day shelter limits. The problem is unless he gets unless he goes to court and tries to get a high court ruling on the right to shelter, which has 
never happened. The city just voluntarily agreed that it had a right to uh, a burden to offer people right to shelter back in the 1980s. Uh, unless he gets a high court to rule that's not in the Constitution, which it's not, you won't find a right to shelter anywhere in the Constitution. He's just going to be facing lawsuits on these 30 and 60 day limits. You know, that is he's is kind of the worst of both worlds. I mean, he's he won't challenge the right to shelter on legally, but he's challenging it on the ground. So he's he's putting us at risk of major lawsuits for not actually providing the shelter that he claims to be providing. And the other issue is. There's just nowhere to put people anymore. I mean, we are we are out of shelter. New York does not have tens of thousands of empty hotel rooms or apartment units. Uh, and you see that with the Randall's Island and the Floyd Bennett Fields. We had to evacuate the Floyd Bennett Field shelter because it's not safe to be in in an extreme weather event. And we have uh, constant crime and chaos, including a murder over the weekend at the Randall's Island uh, communal shelter. So... The city is pretending that it can offer something that it can't offer. It's spending a whole lot of money to do this at the expense of basic public services, and it just can't go on forever. Uh, understood. And uh, give, give me also the pulse. Are citizens continuing to move, or are they just moving temporarily and not selling their apartments? Uh, you, you tell us. Uh, no, I think it's fair to say that the city has lost some population. You know, New York lost half a million people in 2020 and 2021. It's the highest percentage of population in the country behind San Francisco. Uh, these people were predominantly uh, middle class, upper middle class and upper class. You know, some people left because the pandemic uh, made them not want to live an urban uh, life. But many people left because of the frustration over the rise in crime and disorder and the increase in taxes that we saw in the last uh, years of the Cuomo and first year of the Hopo administration. So we have not regained that population, uh, there's, there's no evidence that, that we have rebuilt that population last year, although census numbers aren't out yet for for last year. So, yes, we, we have a lot of, in the, as the governor said in her State of the State uh, speech on, on uh, Tuesday, we have a lot of work to do to, to stop this migration out of New York City. But so far... Uh, you know, no, no real movement on making the city and state more livable and and trying to lower the costs a little bit for people here. Uh, last question: the office market. The office market seems to be in bad shape. I mean, what do you understand? Are people coming to work? People are coming to work two to three days a week. There's, you know, there, there's no evidence that we've returned to five days a week work. Even the banks and the law firms that have allegedly made people go back five days a week, it's like any rule that's not enforced. You know, people are still not coming in Mondays and Fridays. You see this in the numbers on the subway and the commuter rail and the Port Authority uh, path uh uh, path train and the, the commuting buses and so forth. And you can just go outside a major bank uh, and you see the numbers are much, much lower 
on Monday and Friday than during the weekdays. So, you know, I think we can kind of declare the five days a week community week dead. It's just a matter of can we continue to attract people two and three days a week? And I think we we still have to work on the quality of life in Midtown. I mean, just think about the Roosevelt Hotel. This is a property right smack next to Grand Central, right across from the J.P. Morgan Chase building. And you've got dozens of illegal mopeds, no license plates. You've got graffiti on the back of the building. The city plunks migrants down there and is not even doing the barest minimum to make sure that the property uh, sort of fits into an acceptable midtown quality of life. So, you know, if you can't even get that right with the hundreds of millions of dollars in security that we're spending on these sites, very, very difficult to tackle the longer term problems in midtown, which the mayor still has not really done. Well, Nicole Galinas, thank you for your update. I cannot say that I feel better about it, but uh, I guess uh, uh, when other numbers come in the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, you'll come back and report back to our our New York City citizens. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you, John. Thank you.